welcome to another, well ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to another episode of Casually Kicking It Sports. Are you sure about that? <laughs> Casually Kicking It Sports, a sports podcast by fans, for fans. Tonight we have Sam Rills in the building, ah. we have Tony in the building, you've got your boy Ed, L podcaster in the building, and we've got a special guest, L Roofer is ba, 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 in the ba, ba, building. Ba, ba, What's oh, up, ladies and yeah. gentlemen? Sound effect time, and we got the budget. <laughs> yes, we've got uh, special guests on the show uh, regularly now, and this is our latest one. So welcome to the show, man. El this Roofer. is exciting. I, uh, you know, I, in the in the text in the group text, I was fishing hard, <laughs> but I caught some fishes, boys. We are here. We are here. We are here. Uh, we've got quite a few things to talk about. Uh, we are actually recording this as we're getting ready to watch a Thursday night football game between the Cincinnati Bengals and the Jacksonville Jaguars. Jacksonville Jaguars. This one's a little bit more exciting than last week, I feel. Because uh, it's Joe Burrow, it's Trevor Lawrence. You've got that storyline. Even though, you know, Trevor bucks. Lawrence hasn't really been doing much, but. Yeah, you have that storyline. Yeah. Uh, payback, or if you want to call it payback, or. Two, Revenge game. Yeah, two number one overall picks in back-to-back years. Last um, time they faced each other was in the, in the national Real quick, let's go around the what are you guys right. What are you guys predicting? For tonight? For tonight's game, yeah. Uh, I mean, Cincinnati's going to win easily. What's <laughs> the, the line? By the time people listen to this podcast, yeah. they're going to yeah, know what Cincinnati the outcome is. Cincinnati will cover. Uh, I'm going with Cincinnati because I'm starting the defense. <laughs> I'm going to go with Cincinnati, but I think it's going to be a lot closer than... Than people think. I, so I, you I, would take the points. Yeah, I'm not sure if Cincinnati's really that team or not. Uh, <laughs> They're not that guy. <laughs> I don't know because their first game against the Vikings, like the Vikings, just kind of gave them that game, and then the Bears, who but the are Bears terrible, have, have shown that they have beat a, the Bengals. They have a two. steady defense. I know, though. but Cincinnati just went on the road in Pittsburgh and just won. No, I think they got juice. This year they got you little juice. Like that's still a division game, no matter how terrible Big Ben is. El Roofer, who are you Pittsburgh taking? Pittsburgh looks bad. Bengals. Pittsburgh looks really Bengals. bad. Yeah, the juice. Yeah, I'm taking the juice. The L L podcaster and El Roofer are are facing each other this week in fantasy football. Uh, what are y'all is speaking of fantasy football? Gonna put the L in your names. Let's uh, let's, let's let's talk some fantasy football. I know this is a sports podcast, but it, you know it's it's football season. Fantasy's ruling everything right now. It's only week. Well, we're going into week four. Yep. People are still fresh. Some people are zero three, but not giving up. So I came across an interesting statistic that I thought I'd bring up on the pod. Okay. Okay. So likelihood. Of making the playoffs based off of your record. Okay. This is based off of a Yahoo's data from last season. Okay. Okay. If you have started the fantasy football year 0-3, the likelihood of you making the playoffs is 16.7%. Wow. Not good. Wow. So Better than anything, Mike, but not good. the villain... You got some work to do. It's not looking good, buddy. Which, which, let's talk about that. Well, he, and there's he, more he than did, just Mike, too. He did, he did put in some work on waivers this week, and he made a trade for Austin Eckler. Um, so, if you are starting one and two, the likelihood you make the playoffs is thirty nine percent. If you've started two and one, the likelihood is sixty four point nine percent, 
And that's if us. you're starting three and zero, oh, that's them. You're eighty five point three percent. That's the Ooh. two over here. That's the highest percentage I've Wait, ever no, had in not. my life. Wait, no, you you're two and one. I'm two and one. Two and one. Okay, so that's the three of us. He's the only one. So in our league, just to set the stage for everybody, three of us, Ed, myself, Ozzy, are two and one, and then Gianni is three and zero. Oh. So Damn obviously, uh, your record to begin the season um, could keep you from making the playoffs now one twist in our league is our last playoff spot goes to the team with the most points scored who is not already one of the playoff teams i still have nightmares from mike from last year so essentially it's like a wild card <laughs> position to reward someone who might have just had bad luck with yeah, the schedule I, I, I think that's a fantastic idea I think every fantasy league should should incorporate that into the league just because so much is is out of your control as a fantasy manager. Um, you could just play the hardest matchup every week and put up points week by week by week and just keep losing. So to reward somebody that gets the most points, um, I think is the right way to go about it. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's meant to eliminate like a potential... A situation like in the NBA with the Eastern and Western Conference where you have teams in the East who are sub 500 making the playoffs and teams with like 46, 47 wins in the West not making the playoffs. Right. We want the best teams in our playoffs. So that's how why we came up with this wild card rule. Um, Sounds good to me. Yeah, great stat. There, but there have also been those... Uh, those anomalies mm-hmm. where there's teams that have started 0-3 and, and then they just go on a tear. Like, they just go undefeated. Well, they I mean, win every game and then they make it and it's like... Definitely. But those are, those are the very few and far. Well, it's telling you that 16.7%, that. that's the anomaly. Right. So now I think what is important to take this stat and realize is if you are an 0-3 team, Making a move that is for the future, making a move for a guy who you think could break out later in the season, making a move where you might trade for a Christian McCaffrey or a Michael Thomas who's going to be back in a couple weeks, you cannot afford to do that. And if you have one of those guys and you are 0-3, you need to make a move to start winning immediately because it is only 16.7% that you will make the playoffs. Well, I think to add to that, your mindset changes. You now have to look at your team on a week-to-week basis because you can't have another week where you go now 0-4, where somebody like Gianni can hold his cards a little bit longer because he's undefeated, and he can take a couple of hits and whatnot. So. Well, that's one thing that I wanted to bring up. Good thing that you guys mentioned that because I wanted to bring up injuries. And... um I'm going to use one of the bigger names that's injured right now as an example. It's not because, you know, he, you know, whoever has them in our league. I'm not talking about whoever has them in our league. I'm just talking about whoever has them in their fantasy league, period. And that's CMC, who you spent the first round draft pick. He was the number one draft pick this year. And as of right now, you've seen that. Um, and I think one of uh, somebody in our, our league posted up a stat that, like, the first game he had something and he got, he came out of the game. And then he had something else on the, in the second game and he came out of the game. Third game, pulled the hammy, then he was out the entire game. So, <clears throat> at what point do you, you know, and we, we kind of touched on this quite a bit in last week's episode, but, you know, this is your your number one guy. Like, 
if you're in Gianni's position, where Sam Rill's right now sitting three and zero, you could afford you know benching a CMC and and waiting it out. Correct. If you're a two and one, one and two, can you wait out a CMC with? With the possibility of knowing that he might not finish some games. As of right now, that is what it was looking like. You know, the same thing happened last year. He came back from that long period with the injury, came back, got hurt immediately, I think, the next game or, or that game. And, and then he was out, and, and it happened during the game. So can you afford to have a guy make a trade for a uh, – or, or trade? well, yeah, I guess if you're that team, I would trade away CMC and try to get what you can if you're in a position. But if if you're uh, like Gianni, you would hold on him. But if even if you're three and zero, would you still like make a trade and 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 get rid of him because you don't know what the stability is with this? Player? McCaffrey's been interesting lately because obviously he's the number one consensus overall pick, right? Best player in fantasy. That's not a quarterback, um, and he's been hurt a lot lately. You know. Um, he's only out for two weeks. So we're not talking about a long-term injury here with McCaffrey like he was last year, where I believe when they first diagnosed it, it was like four to six weeks thing. Um, and they put him on the IR. This year, they didn't put him on the IR. So it's only a couple weeks. But on top of that, he's has kind of nicks and bruises you know, a lot lately. Even the first two weeks, you left the game for a little bit. Um, there was like a dehydration thing that was going on. So... I don't know. I mean, whenever he's on the field, he's fantastic, obviously. Even last year, he played like three games and averaged like 28 fantasy points per game. So when he's on the field, he's fantastic. But to answer your question, I mean, I'm just probably just holding on to him because... Well, it's based off of record. Right. You are holding on to him at 3-0. For sure. But on the like opposite end of somebody who is owing three... If you're owing three, then yeah. If you wait, even though he's only going to be out two weeks... Those two weeks, that could end your season right then and there. So I think getting value for him ASAP is probably the move. And see, I'm using him as an example because he's the highest, you know, he was the number one pick. He's the the bigger name. But people deal with this with other players as well. It doesn't have to be like their first round or second round pick. It could be their third round pick. But somebody of a solid, solid name. Um, and, And the thing is, is that, you know, they say two to three weeks, but it's a hamstring injury. And you know that if you come back too quick from a hamstring, you know, it could it could really do them in for even longer. And so do you want to continue dealing with, like, the ifs with him? Even though he's the consensus, consensus number one pick and he's a player who can get you 20 points, at this point, Christian McCaffrey hasn't personally, in my opinion... <laughs> My personal, bro, the best line there is. He hasn't proven to me that he can stay on the field healthy enough to finish the game out. Yeah. And it's just, even if if I'm in a 3-0 position, I would probably still move him. I wouldn't hang on to him. And I try to get, you know, as much as I can out of him to kind of continue solidifying my undefeated season because... I don't want to continue. I'm just the type of person that I don't want to continue having to worry about, is he going to finish the game if I put him in my starting rotation, whereas I could put someone else there and get solid numbers every week. If you're 0-3 or 1-2, do you trade McCaffrey for Joe Mixon? If the Joe, if the Joe Mixon... If no. the Joe no. Mixon... No. Okay, no. I need more. You need more. So correct. would you trade him for Stefan Diggs? Yes. Straight up? Straight up. 
straight up. I mean, if you're an zero and three or a one, I'm not taking. I mean, I got digs. I'm not taking Christian. I'm keeping digs. Okay, so that's that's kind of the but see the thing that's is that, the that, that, area that we need to be looking Stephon at. Stephon Diggs has underperformed this Correct. season thus far as well. I don't think that's going to continue. That's why I wouldn't make the trade. Most fantasy owners are smart. Like they're also going to no, they're like, not. No, they're going to be like <laughs> not all. No, they're going to be like hey, some. Um, you know, Christian McCaffrey's is hurt. You know, I don't know if I want to. Miles them. Sanders was traded for Tyson Williams in our league this week. Oof. So. And I mean, you, from from someone who's never awake in this league, by the way, <laughs> still isn't. I still don't know why they're in the league. Is that the reason we went to the, the WhatsApp? Yeah, Got yeah. It. Sorry, that's the reason. Got it. Yeah, Tell which me the I don't reason. think it's very, been very productive on on that with that that person, by the way, because he did trade. He did trade, but it was with somebody he already knew. Yeah. Well, I mean, it is what it is. Some people see. Different things in players, you know, you can't you can't hold it against. Them. I didn't say anything about seeing different things with different people. It's just prices <laughs> go higher. You know, the price today isn't the price tomorrow. But going back to the point, I think that's why Mike had to drop so much dough because he's at a point where he has to make. Going back to the right. original, You're where 0 and three, you got to make a move. You're zero and three. Um, so Chubb is. It, it, here's the thing. So in our league, there's a one of one of the managers dropped. At least it was over a hundred dollars in Fab money. He dropped. He spent his whole his whole account Fab in order to solidify a waiver pick in Chuba Hubbard, right? Yep. And I know some of the guys in the league were kind of looking at it like, "Yeah, that's a lot of money." But the person who put the money down is sitting at zero and three, right? He's got to make some kind of moves because you have to dig yourself out of the zero and three situation. Um, you know. With this player, there's the possibility that CMC could go out again. So it, it, it is worth having, you know, spending that kind of cash on someone like that. You you at least know that you have them for one to two weeks. So I agree that Hubbard has value, obviously, as the handcuff to CMC. However, in this league in which he spent all of his fab money mm-hmm. on Hubbard, the owner of CMC is 3-0. and so it's not like he can then flip Hubbard right. to a panicking owner who's like, I need to win. I need his no. handcuff, right? And I don't expect them to, but the, the, but here's the thing. Like, with, with Chuba Hubbard, I mean... But if McCaffrey's only out two weeks, granted he could get hurt again or anything like that, but any of these guys could get hurt. So Some more likely than others, but any of them could get hurt. You're essentially just blew your whole fab for someone who's going to guaranteed start for two weeks. Are we sure that Chuba is one of those premium handcuffs, though? I think it is, he, sh- he is a rookie. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't necessarily know if he's going to be the other back is Freeman, right? Devontae Ro- Freeman, Royce Freeman, Royce Freeman. So I mean, obviously he's going to get the work, but. I don't. I, I wouldn't put Chuba Hubbard in the same league as like a Tony Pollard or an AJ Dillon or a Alexander Madison, where we've seen them perform. Have we seen Dillon perform? He had a stretch of like two games no. last, last last year, year. where See, Aaron Jones was hurt and he performed. But okay. but also really quick. But you, you could know, tell by the eye test that Dillon is no. I mean, legit. we got the example this past week from Madison stepping in for Cook at exactly. the last and minute, you, and you said it in the chat. Uh, to the Dalvin Cook owner who right. also owns Madison, where you were like, you should be hoping that they just rule Correct. out Cook. 100%. Uh, if he's not 
so that you can just start Madison and get 95% of what you would have gotten with Cook. Exactly. And that's what ended up happening. And he's and obviously Kareem Hunt's in that in that as but well. But the question also is who is a literally who is the backup out of all your players. So we know Madison is a backup. Right. Right? So you also got to take that into consideration. Right. We kind of knew you got drafted. So Chuba was somewhat of a handcuff. Yeah, like we know Chuba's the guy. But, but we don't know. We if just he's don't know if he's guy. good. But the problem like, we is, don't know. That you just said it. You just we just talked about it earlier. Chuba has definitely a lot of value at the moment. He has more value as a handcuff than any other handcuff right now. Personally, facts because he's playing. We just said it. These past three weeks, CMC hasn't proven to be able to stay healthy. So that shows you that he has. Whereas, yeah, you have Pollard backing Zeke, and Pollard is solid, but Zeke hasn't shown that he can't. You know, perform. He's still performing. But one note on Pollard, he's he's transitioned from a handcuff to a actual, actual pl- hunt. Like, yeah, he's he's, he's a yeah. contributor for fantasy. Like, right. you could start him but, in your flex. But what I'm saying is that yes, the Chuba, the Chuba is worth. I I think he's just the going into week four. I'm I can't look at the future going into week four. I don't think we've seen any other running back having any other hiccups. Other than the San Francisco 49ers lineup, but still. Um, but with a backup like CMC, the way that CMC has performed in the past three weeks doesn't make me feel comfortable to where it shows me that Chuba has value. Yeah, well, because let me, he can't stay on the field. Go ahead. So Go the ahead value on. there, I think, goes back to your fab. And I think one thing that's really cool about our league, once you are in it, Right, I think this is maybe my fourth year. You start to kind of know who's willing to drop dough and not. <laughs> so you got to take that into consideration. When I saw Mike drop 103, I was like, "Wow, that that's a lot of money." Regardless, I mean, the next I think the Tony, next highest bid was fifty dollars from the team that owns CMC. So that your difference right there, if you would have offered 70, 65, you still would have gotten for the future. And I think that might hurt Mike well, a little bit moving forward. But that's the great thing about Fab is like you don't know what to and then you go and like log on the next day and see what the next offer was. At four o'clock in the morning. Yeah, and you're just like, oh God. <laughs> what if well, we did spent, the whole I, draft yeah. as a silent auction? While you're taking a shit, you know? Like, <laughs> what if we did the no, what if we did the initial draft at the beginning of the season as a silent auction? Because that's essentially what Fab is. So yeah. just each player you just say what's the max you would yeah. spend on them? Yeah. <laughs> But I like the going back and forth. Yeah. I like the wars that happened. Like, there was a war in our league for Josh Allen. <laughs> there was a war. Here's another thing is that I also looked at it and I was like, man, that's a lot of money. But, you know, Chuba Hubbard was the only waiver wire, like, worth pickup this week. You know, there was no other player that you were you were going to really spend any money. There were, in, you know, usually in that league, yes, but we don't know what's available. Well, yeah, in our elsewhere. league, in our Correct. league, in our league, it you know, a it's a fourteen-team sure. league, so you're not going to f- be able to really dig in and find gems at the moment. So, as in in our league, I don't know how he was still available, but Chuba Hubbard was the guy available. Well, he was still available because he, we he have probably, limited bench spots. When I looked at it, he probably looked at other people and were like, you know. Everyone probably thinking the same thing. This is CMC's backup. This guy is like, how do we know Royce Freeman's not going to get the goal line? I mean, I just dropped a hundred bucks last year on Naeem Himes, assuming that he was going to um, assume the role 
as an Austin Eckler under right. Phillip Rivers in the Indianapolis defense or offense, and I was totally wrong. No, well, I mean, it made a little bit more sense because at that time there was no um, set running back in that backfield that we knew there was going to be the guy. Like they drafted Jonathan Taylor, obviously. Right. He was a rookie. They had Marlon Mack and Naheem Hines, so it was kind of like who's going to like become that lead guy. And week one, it was Hines, like killed well, everybody. Well, both receiving exactly and, and rushing. So. I don't know. It was a uh, it was a decision you got to make. You got to you got to spend that and, money if and you, you want know, that upside. Last year, I only had one running back on my roster. I drafted just Ronald Jones, and that was it. So no, was and like, Chubb hey, and Chubb, Chubb. That's right. That's right. <laughs> well, speaking of Chubb, Eduardo now has made a trade. I made a trade over last the week. weekend. Ironically, well, listen. Can we talk about you got that? Can we talk trades, about that actually. trade date? Like Saturday last week, like after dropping the podcast. Like, I don't know what happened. I'm sitting there playing video games because college football season is kind of like over for me. Because <laughs> you're a Hurricanes fan. And, and the Florida uh, State Symbol. And Florida State Symbol. And um, I'm sitting there and my phone is buzzing and buzzing. Uh, and our league went bananas because we have a, a group chat on uh, for our league. And everybody gets to, you know, you know, discuss fantasy on there. And all of a sudden, there was like the trade that happened. Right after that trade, there was another trade that happened. I was like, holy cow, people are actually trading. Big dog led the way, man. So then I had, you know, I had a trade with uh, another one, in our, you know, Tom, who was also part of this podcast, who unfortunately couldn't uh, join us uh, this evening. Um, we had a trade and I got cold feet backed out. But anyways, I, I made the trade. Uh, El Roofer made a trade with me. So it was like two back-to-back trades and... Trades were going down like bananas. So, yes, I made a trade. I got Chubb on my team. And what would you give up for him? Uh, I made a trade of Tyreek Hill and, and Bobby Trees, that's a.k.a. Robert Woods, for a C.D. Lamb and uh, Chubb. I can't remember his first name. Now. Based off the fact Nick, that Stafford does not even look Robert Woods' way, I think you won that trade, in my opinion. I, I believe so. Even though I, I this like week, C, even I like though this CD week, a lot. even though this week we didn't like our trade didn't even make any difference because he 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 only got a couple of points with the players I traded him and I only got a couple of points with the players that he traded me. Yeah, so it was kind of like a wash. But I mean, you're making the deal for the future, right? You're thinking yes, that these guys are going to be better long term. Correct. So the question was, what happened on Saturday? And I think on my end with you and I, Eduardo. Thursday, when you guys, when I listened to the podcast, you and I had talked earlier in the week about Metcalf. I did. I made a phone call and to Harris. Ozzie and I said, listen, um, I got a trade proposal for you. Um, I see that you need a running back. Yep. I could use a receiver. How about we uh, make a deal here? And I was no. Until right. what actually opened my mind up was, you know, both of you, Gianni and Tony, really kind of see, okay, it's a fair trade. I would do that trade. So then Saturday, I think you hit me back up or I hit you back up. And I remember you, you said Gianni wants Metcalf or excuse no, me, no. not Metcalf. Uh, Najee. 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 Yeah. And I said, okay. And, and, and I'm not lying, right? You sent me a trade offer that day. Yeah. That involved Najee and someone else. I don't remember what it was though. It was, it was, you wanted Najee and, and, and Mooney or Moody, whatever. What's his name again? Mooney. Uh, Mooney. Mooney. For that was before the Justin it was, Fields it was, disaster. Uh, Amari Cooper, Amari Cooper, and someone else. Yeah, I was giving you someone else. 
Henderson. Henderson. Amari yeah. Cooper and Henderson. So when you told me that, you know, I was in my feel goods. I had a little 420 well, he's not, in he's me. Not, he's not the only one. I got excited. I said, we okay. Had Sa- Santos is always dipping in. Well, and I saw all the trades going down. I said, you know what? It's week two. Let's just go after it. And then that's when I said, hey, will you do it again? Let's rock and roll. And you said, yeah. And our trade went down. Yeah. So. Um, must be nice. What was funny was uh, <laughs> I called him. I called him on Saturday. And I was like, hey, man, do you want to get this deal done, bro? Come on. So like, Come on. We, we get that done. It's, it'll, it'll help both of us. But see, the podcast that you're talking about was last week's episode. If you guys haven't heard it, yeah, I'd, I would uh, suggest you guys go back and listen to that episode. Yeah, they hear Eduardo snitch on Ozzy. Oh. <laughs> what was he snitching about? When he initially did not want to reveal. But the whole time, I'm like, no, say it. Like, I, I actually don't. Let's put it out but, there. And then, and then when I did say it, they, they both were like, oh, he didn't take it? Ridley, first one? That's not it. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, is that the comment you're talking about? That, like, that the way Ed that held yeah, strong. Yeah, yeah, correct. Ed held strong for, like, 30 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, he's like, Bro, 30 all right, seconds. who cares? It was Aussie. <laughs> <laughs> but one thing Vault's I do. over here. Vault bank. <laughs> so I got I got a question for the commission because I don't think you answered it on the, on the chat. How did you feel during that Saturday seeing all these trades going down? Well, I kept trying to take a nap. Well, whenever a trade comes in, um, whenever a trade comes in, I sweat always, bullets. Well, I try to. I get nervous first of all about who the teams involved are going to be, because I always worry that it's going to be something unfair. And then the the chat blows up, and you people, have to deal with it. Yeah, you're the commit. Yes, people, your boy was like this. Nick call Trump. out, hey, baby. Yeah. Well, <laughs> tonight <laughs> <laughs> well people you know complain about collusion and oh is this you know uh, the villain mike will say that somebody's not a real person and you know send a video in to prove <laughs> like hold up a newspaper proving that you're a real person on today's date so i always worry initially that it's going to be an unfair trade and then i also want to approve them like immediately so that you guys can go to work and For make sure. your next moves um because a lot of trades get traded just to trade after. <laughs> like, well, people make moves well, to make well, moves. Well, I approved yeah. Eduardo's trade with Ozzy, and I, like, not shitting you, within 15 seconds, a trade between him and Tom went through. Right, well. because cause Ed didn't want to do the trade with Tom until he got Metcalf. Correct. Right. So now he had but, his there pending while Tom was like so, probably not even knowing what's going on. He woke up and he's like, "Oh shoot, it we got playing, accepted." We're not playing checker, boys. We're playing chess. Well, it, well, and you know what? It, the trade between me and Ozzy, it was the one trade that re- it kind of really did pan out for both of us because I mean we both got production out of the players that we did. The Tom, uh, the trade between me and Tom, we <laughs> we each didn't get production, and Tom ended up uh, going down zero and three, which stinks. Um. Yeah, Not, but he, he was a sixteen point seven percent chance of making the playoffs. But that he, we he know. you know, he was able to, add, you know, his whole thing was, and and the, the, what I was telling him was like, look, you're going to be able to stack Hill and Mahomes because he ha- he he's the Mahomes owner, um, and I think that's that's great, and I don't think that at this moment Hill owners need to panic because that's another one. Do people no. need to panic on no. Tyreek Hill? No, it's early, man. No. No, I mean you're you're getting Tyreek knowing that it's going to be a bit of a roller coaster uh, that there could be some games where like the Chargers just played two deep safeties and basically said if the Chiefs want to beat us they're going to have to run the ball 
Dumb. And they're going to have to throw towards the first down. So sticks. basically, the we're buc- not giving up. And so you're saying the Buccaneers set the blueprint to how to beat the Chiefs. And that's why, well, not that's- necessarily zone because they played a lot of man with two safeties helping over top. But yes, uh, it was a, a bit bend but don't break. Correct. And they waited for the Chiefs to just make mistakes. And speaking of that, Tony, um, how um, the Chargers played them, they kind of forced the Chiefs to run the ball. And who were we talking about <laughs> last week? Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Who he, came out and had a great game. He had over 100 yards. He had a touch. He did have a fumble again, but he had over 100 yards and a touchdown. What I find interesting is that Andy Reid is the type of coach, and we don't necessarily see this with someone like our, our coach, Bruce Arians, is Clyde Edwards-Hilaire fumbles and essentially makes the game losing play against the Ravens, and Reid is... Like, instead of a punishment, you're getting sent to the end of the bench type deal. He feeds him and makes him more a part of the offense than he has been the entire rest of the season because he knows that's an important piece to the puzzle for this year. So I think it's one of the reasons why Reed is a good coach. So you think that's a winning move to not – because Belichick doesn't. Belichick will bench you. Obviously, we know what Arians does with, with Ronald Jones. Well, so, man, I think you're going to run a lot harder when you're you, you mess up and your coach says, "Hey, man, I still got your back. Here's yeah. rock. Go, yeah. go get it." Yeah, it gives you more confidence. Yeah, that, absolutely. Well, that, that goes to show he's a player's coach for yeah. sure. No, Andy I Reed. think uh, taking it to college football just for two seconds in the game against Alabama for the University of Florida, Emory Jones threw a pretty terrible pick early on in the game, but because he didn't have to look over his shoulder because uh, AR-15 was hurt that game. You know, he got to settle in. He actually played well the remainder of the game. So not having to worry about getting pulled, like that would impact anybody's performance. Um, But I do think it's interesting that the Chargers have a defensive-minded head coach. That's a specialty. And playing this system with two safeties, it definitely impacts uh, the ceiling of Mahomes and of Hill. It helps Kelsey. It helps the other receivers and the other players involved in the offense. But I do think that it does hurt the ceiling a bit for Mahomes and uh, on Hill. If he's if Hill's not getting any one-on-ones during games. Well, we could see this game coming up if anything changes. I think if he has a third mediocre game in a row, maybe some red flags are going to be raised because he is a first-round pick. He's arguably the best fantasy receiver in the league. So we'll see. We'll see what happens in week well, four. Really quick, you know, I love the the reason why I went so hard for Josh Allen and Diggs is the stack play. And I think it is a benefit to Tom because it only takes that one game where if he can get back and having a, you know, over 500 uh, record and he gets into the playoffs and they get hot, it's, it's going to be scary time for a lot of us. And yeah. that's what I'm hoping for, you know, Josh Allen and Diggs, because the stack plays, it's a big, 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 uh, big play in fantasy. Yeah, but you're stacking the whole Bills offense. Well, because all we do is throw, right? So we, we, hey, I'm, we. I'm in there, coach. We, hey, can I ask? I'm a trying question? to trade for Jefferson and Thielen. I want that cousin stack. Uh, 
Let's go. Yo, that boy be slinging right now. And they get Cook for the dump off? That's, <laughs> not, a, that's not a bad fantasy line. Yo, the Vikings go, be putting up points. Bro. Hold on, so, and then go to your waivers and get and pick up the D. So um, <laughs> I wanted to talk about this. We didn't talk about this uh, last week um, discussing trades. Um you know, in our league, we have uh, we're we're split into divisions. We have two divisions, right? So when you're making a trade, are you worried about making a trade with someone in your same division? Like I made a trade with Ozzy; he's in my same division, but it was one one player, and it was kind of like to me, it was like, you know, beneficial for, for both of us. But I don't think I would make another trade in 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 our division again. Like I always try to look for a trade with people that are outside of my division. Because I'm trying to win my division. Makes no sense for me to trade uh, with someone else. I did trade with the villain, but with the villain, I just gave up cash for Jameson Crowder. <laughs> now, but if you are focused on winning the trade, uh, for me personally, I would trade with anybody. Yeah, I, I get that, but I don't know, because then it's like, you know, you're just... Especially if it's a player I really want. You're kinda, Even if they're in my division, do I want them on my team or do I want them on a division rivals team? Yeah, I don't know, man. Okay, but I mean, I but don't see, really the thing care. Is, is I, I'm, I'm, and that's the thing with trades. Is. In our league, everyone makes trades. Everyone talks about these trades. But like, I legitimately have been trading like players. I haven't been, been trading <laughs> waiver players to receive players yeah okay so right now you posted in the chat today that nick chubb was available yes so i've got a couple of trade proposals and i'm gonna put my guy we're about to we're doing this live yeah let's hear what some of these proposals are for the first time have you declined any or the yeah i don't think he's opened them he verbally now i have four proposals all right so the first proposal that i got is from free healthcare santos my man's you know me and him he wants to work out a deal with an adamant trader but when i look at his team i'm like oh looking ew well so he made a big move last week and traded a lot of quarterbacks on that team he traded Alvin Kamara for Darren Waller. And Jamar Chase. And Jamar Chase. I think he won that deal, personally. If you think Kamara's not going to be Kamara, opinion. then 100% Well, we've talked about Kamara a lot, you know, in this podcast, and we know how we all feel about Kamara. I know. I mean, but Kamara still had 24 carries, okay. I think, last week. So, so do we have a drum roll in here, you know, like some kind of drum So hold on really effect. quick. So you guys are out on Kamara? No. I'm not out on Kamara. I'm just out on him being the same... I'm out on him being Cook and McCaffrey level. Right. And now Derrick Henry, because Derrick Henry has proven would, himself to be tier one. Would you guys do that trade that Santos did? Or would you hold on to him? If it was my team, I would rather have Kamara. But the way his team was structured, he had three starters that were not starters. Okay. They were just plug-ins. You know what I mean? Like so he's he, looking he, for he went top heavy. Yep. So he wanted two quality guys. So I understand why he did it. Plus, and Jamar Chase looks like he's breaking out, like right before our eyes. Correct. Right, and we'll see again tonight when he plays against a soft Jacksonville defense. Right. I mean, he hasn't he hasn't been getting many targets, but the targets that he do that he does get are the targets you want because exactly. they're down the field and they're, they're Tyree Kill esque targets and they're in the red zone. Well, and the production also comes from college and just knowing each other from playing right him and burrow have that connection yeah. so and plus t higgins being out has only made him more Correct. valuable the funny thing is the waller's not been very good by the way higgins is out again for this weekend <laughs> but waller gets targets 
he got he, targets week one, and then Carr started Hunter throwing Renfro to Hen- Hunter, uh, Renfro and, and Ruggs, the, Bra- and the Braxton Berrios of the Raiders. The Braxton Berrios. Look, Hunter Renfro, he's uh, he's proven himself to be Who quite him the up? slot receiver. You did this? This week? guy picked him up. Hey, man, I got hey, Hunter in a league. All he's right. looking all right. He plays on Monday night this week. It's going to be a high-scoring affair against the Chargers. So you're starting him. I may. You may. So who do you have? Because have, you, you have an interchangeable starter that you're doing right correct. now, right? Okay. Uh, so right now I'm kind of deciding between Damian Harris and Renfro. Oh, um, really? Yeah. I thought Harris was a staple in your starting lineup. Uh, well, I've positioned for this week because Harris is playing my beloved Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Oh, And God. we have the premier rush defense in the league. Correct. 30 yards yeah. he's uh, getting. It's, Three points. If, it's if. not a great matchup this week. However, I do like Harris, especially with White getting hurt. Not that Harris is going to be super involved in the pass game, but I think they're a lot less likely to pass now that the options as a receiving back are J.J. Taylor or uh, Stevenson. Yeah. No, for sure. It's just that I've been... So I think Harris does definitely become more valuable with the James White injury since he's going to be out the whole season. Um, but this week in particular, it's a tough matchup against my beloved. Uh, so everybody's Buccaneers. sitting here waiting to see what I'm going to So I don't have drum roll effects, so I'll put uh, something. Are uh, we going to analyze each trade or let them just announce all of let's them? Let's analyze one we'll by one. All right. all right, here we go. Okay. <laughs> I like that. Hey, okay. I don't have drum roll, so we'll do it all. We're in here, coach. <laughs> Take your corner. All right. Uh, it's a battle. Offer number one. Uh, and this is for Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb, I put him on the trading block. Santos, a.k.a. Free Healthcare, is offering me Calvin Ridley for Nick Chubb straight up. Okay. 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 Uh, can I ask a question? For the sake of the pod, because we know you love the pod, shouldn't you agree that you will take one of these offers? Live? Live on the pod. I don't know. We'll see. And I we'll will have put to keep it everyone, through you know? because the commissioner is right here and <laughs> can put it through immediately. <laughs> and we will make No, because I, I need to send one. Uh, I need to send one. <laughs> what the heck is this, bro? We will make <laughs> fantasy Yo, That's some peer pressure from the show. <laughs> no, but he, Chubb no, is no, my guy. Hold on. But El Roofer... Ozzy, across from me here, he plays me this week, so he's a little nerd. Like, hey, uh, let's watch out what we trade here, because I got to play this guy this week. Mm. Okay, and, so uh, let's talk about... And we can't make a trade, because we play each other this week. No, well, let's talk about Calvin Ridley for Chubb. No, no, quick. let's go- talk about that. What are let's your initial that. thoughts when you see that trade offer, Eduardo? Um, I'm a Tampa Bay Buccaneers fan, A, if nobody knows, and if you're listening to this podcast for the first time, I'm a Bucks fan. So... As you all well know, I never draft an NFC South um, wow. opposing player. That's dedication. I, if I'm a Bucks fan, and Tony knows this, I, I I never draft, I usually never draft anybody from the NFC South other than a Buccaneers player. Um, B, I hate all the NFC South teams. I think that was A. <laughs> yeah. And B. And C. Um, C the NFC South um, sucks except for the Bucks. Okay. Um, Matt, Matt Ryan... And I, I that that Falcons offense through three weeks hasn't really shown me much to really hang Sucks my hat up. on. Um, so targets through three games. He's gotten targets. Eight, ten, and eleven. He's gotten targets. Has not had more than sixty three yards in a game 
with only one, one touchdown. It's because Matt Ryan can't throw more than five yards right now. But see, what scares he has a bit of the noodle arm that Big Ben is suffering. What from. scares me, our OGs are all getting there. Yeah, that, on the way out, because we are getting. Old. Yeah, that the, <laughs> Eduardo is forty. When Big Ben, <laughs> Jesus, damn, <laughs> my man, you don't look a day over thirty-eight. Man. Okay, so it sounds like Ridley just isn't even worth the discussion. Well, point. here's the thing: is that Ridley. Uh, you remember what happened when Matt Ryan only had Julio Jones and people would draft Julio Jones in the top, what, he was like a top three pick, but he never got touchdowns. Is that going to happen with Ridley too, where he just is not going to get the touchdowns? They can get more attention. Now, and we do have to acknowledge Julio is different than Calvin Ridley. Yeah, they're two different players. Right, but I'm saying he did go. But like Julio is Julio is Julio. Like, let's not be disrespectful. Julio, I know, but there were a couple years. Matt Ryan an MVP. There were a couple years where Julio got his targets, got yardage. He got his yardage, but he just never got that touchdown because of the attention he received in the red zone. Just like we're getting older, that Atlanta Falcons team is getting older. Unfortunately. So, do you have any desire to have Calvin Ridley on your team? No. So, am I going to hit the? Am I going to? So, hit I the think yeah, you just go, go ahead, ahead and, and, like and hit decline right now. Just eliminate it. Um, just. let's see. Do we have a uh, womp 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 sound effect around here? Let's see here. Um, we're looking and buy me some time here, guys. So Ridley is. Uh, <laughs> no, I think honestly, you mentioned Matt Ryan. Oh, here we go. I got some lack some. of arm, but I also think that Atlanta Falcons not having a great offensive line doesn't allow for Calvin Ridley to work down the field like right. he they don't have did time in previous years. Right. Plus, he doesn't have Julio on the opposite side attracting that attention. Um, that allowed Ridley to have a breakout season last year. Let's see what this button does. So this trade is not going to be completed. <laughs> you failed, isn't that, Santos. Isn't you that failed. the uh, bad joke? Uh, Sound of trade. Yeah, it's like a game show. <laughs> trade loss. rejected. Trade rejected. Okay, so what's the next trade offer? Uh, next trade offer. I feel like we're doing like Squid Games version is, of fantasy football. Uh, has been uh, has been put in by Merry Christmas Dak. Okay, Merry big dog, big dog, big dog. Our champion Matt, from two years ago. I respect big the big dog. Three and zero, three and zero. He is three and zero this season. He actually faces he hate me, uh, which Ooh. is me. That's <laughs> Uh, this week in fantasy. Big so matchup. So the trade so, offer again, this is for Nick Chubb, who's on my trading block. Um, can I guess? Go ahead. Miles Sanders and Marvin Jones. Wrong. Damn. But <laughs> Marvin Jones is in there. Okay. I, I, and Big Marvel. Dog is a Jaguars fan. Yes. So every time he offers me Marvin Jones, I give it the side eye because I'm like, like I, you know he's watched. He actually went to... I believe either uh, the the game this past weekend. Okay, almost certain he actually. Went oh yeah, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna pull. I'm gonna also pull so, a uh, shot. Uh, 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 did you mention the Jaguars game? Uh, our friend Dow, what's his name? Oh, he <laughs> went to the game as. <laughs> he went to the Jaguars game, Jaguars gear and everything, and he's a Dolphins fan. Womp, Dow, womp, what's going womp. on? It's a betrayal. Dow, what are we doing, Coach? Yeah. Now we know why Dal isn't he zero and three in the league. He's no, no he, he actually won just last won week. and oh, won big. Okay. He got Kamara and he took he, down he, the dub. And he stated, "I'm putting y'all on notice." Yeah, but for Brian to be a Jaguars fan and to but Marvin so, Jones is nice though, he, man. 
Izzy? Izzy? I think so. Under under uh, under I, Trevor I, Lawrence. Listen, what earlier I? in the year, really quick, earlier in the year, I, I actually wanted to trade for Marvin and someone else for Metcalf, and he said no. So well, we haven't we haven't okay. Haven't so finished. So let's hear the trade. It's Dak Prescott and Marvin oh. Jones oh. for Nick Chubb. I can, that's some juicy. And Eduardo, stuff. who is your quarterback right now? Tannehill with injured Julio Jones and AJ AJ Brown, Brown. but with strong tier number one Derrick Henry. (laughs) Well, they got Westbrook. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Some guy on the Titans. Yeah, never heard of. But but, uh, does he have a hyphenated? Yeah. (laughs) Is it is it worth me giving up a number one running back for a a quarterback? When I can stream a quarterback, if I don't want Tannehill, I can go and dip in and grab a. And who are you streaming? I don't know. I haven't checked. If that was for Kyler Murray instead of Dak Prescott, so, I well, would, he's, he I sent would, me another offer that I, would, I haven't seen yet. I would oh. consider it. He and, sent and me another let offer. Me, let me go back to my favorite part. Now you have a stack play. You have Lamb. Yes. And you got Prescott. No, I know that. So, but but and with I, Cooper I think being injured, you definitely want Lamb. I don't out want of the Marvin two. Jones in that trade because I still I'm going to lose out on a running back. So please say no to that trade. Go ahead and decline, player. So that's what, a good are trade we gonna to me. are we gonna decline on this one? And I play you. That's this week. your decision. Um, We're declining this one. Thank you. Wow, Lord. big dog. Thank uh, you. You know what? I I I think people big, think you're sneaky by offering your Jaguars your favorite team's players. I th- um, I don't trust you. I, if if he, if he offered a running back in that deal, I would take it. Dak and a running back. So why not Montgomery? counter with like Dak because and he, Monty? Because he sent me another uh, another offer. Okay, and I haven't seen that one because then I can counter that other and offer. And the fact okay. that I'm playing you this week actually makes me nervous. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like literally. Yeah, so take what And I'm Ozzie telling you, says. I'm keeping it 100 right here. <laughs> take it with a grain of salt, though. He's like, yeah, Dak's terrible. All right. You should All definitely right. not trade for him. Kyler, right. who would want him? Or am I being sarcastic? All right, you guys ready for the next one? I, I, let's hear the other big dog offer. No, we're going to go with yours. That's next. That's the one that came up next. All right. All right. So, Tony, he hate me. <laughs> offer. For Nick Chubb, DJ Moore, and and Harris, the running back from the, uh, what's his name? Da- Damian Harris. Damian Harris. The running back from New England Patriots. Okay. What are your thoughts? I mean, me and Ozzy are just. Innocent bystanders here. We can't I mean, I'm really... trying to be an well, innocent bystander. You guys said you wanted to dissect the the, the, the trade. So the three of you dissect the trade. Do I know, you... but what are your initial thoughts as right. the person who's a- received the trade? Initial thoughts, I think th- that's the closest fair trade. I get what a you're looking back. for. I get a running back. I get a solid run- a wide receiver who's been producing since week one. Yep. He's uh, the best wide receiver on my team. <laughs> he's been producing since week one. I get, you know... Running back situation in New England's a little hairy. So well, they did Belichick, lose just they lose James White. Yeah, but then again, if 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 you wanted uh, Damian Harris to really take that next step, they lost James White in the middle of the game last week, and they decided not to throw the ball to him and put in Bolden, who's their special teams player, to to catch the ball. Well, we know that Harris is not going to be in the games if they are down multiple scores, which was the situation against the Saints this past week. Uh, but we, so, what we also know is that Harris is absolutely the bona fide running back, first and second down, back. correct? 
running back yep. that they have on their team. Like, he is going to get the carries. He is going to get the red zone looks. So, let's see what their schedule looks like. They play the Bucks this the week. Bucks so, this it, week. it would have to be accepted next week. The Bucks. Uh, yesterday's price, price is, is not, not today. Today's. <laughs> <laughs> after after the Bucks, they play a Houston. Are you drunk? Houston, yesterday's price is not tomorrow's they price. They play a Houston. Yes. But see, the thing is, is I could see them trailing a lot of these teams. They could, I could see them trailing Houston. Houston's a good, solid uh, defense on the run. Dallas. You think New England is worse than Houston? What do you mean? I'm saying. I'm what do you mean? You're saying, you said that you New said England that would be trailing, trailing Houston. Yes. No. No. With no. Davis Mills at quarterback. Yes. <clears throat> okay, so Eduardo. What would you like to bet on that game? Because I will absolutely take New England then you got, and give you, you the points. Dallas. Then you got the Jets. Again, will they be losing to the Jets? No, they won't be losing to the Jets. <laughs> so I might. If they're losing I, to the Texans, I might hold, they would be. I, might, they I may hold be. on to that trade and, and see what we got. From okay, I'm in the running. Wait, That's all running. I want, baby. Can we still hit the bum 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 bum? Hold on, hold on, hold on. I didn't. Tony, I didn't I, I, I'm, I'm rooting for you, Coach. Yes, thank you, thank you. Yeah, because he's like, yo, he wants Damian Harris yeah. versus the Bucks this week. <laughs> Look, I mean, I long still term, have... Long term, long term, right? Oh, yeah, but hold on. Ozzy didn't give his two cents on the train. I mean, it's uh, what He's I want. Like, <laughs> oh, real quick. Um, live counter, uh, would you prefer Hines instead of Harris? Uh-uh. Okay. Your no. guy. Yeah, my guy. But, yeah, no. <laughs> my $100 guy. Okay, next one, next one. But I actually All like right. Hines moving forward just to sprinkle it in with Marlon Mack seeking a trade. It's Hines and Taylor there, and Hines is clearly the receiving back. And from the looks of it, the Colts are going to be losing in a lot of games this year. So I think Hines is the back you want in Indy. I think and that I'm starting this week. Um, Santos's trade was good. I think if he would have added a running back to that, would have made it better. Like Gaskin? Yeah. Okay. So right now, though, would you take Ridley or DJ Moore? DJ Moore. But, uh, yeah, I same. think so too. Ditto. Uh, Which as is of, crazy. As of right now, Carolina with, looks with like a for real deal team. Yeah, it's crazy how Which how much me can as change. A, it worries me as a Bucks fan. Ridley started <laughs> the year as a top ten receiver, top five. Yeah, Fair. I mean he was. Yeah, yeah. What, I is would, he, what is he ranked now? He was probably right. Be oh, he's he's fifty low now. In, no, he's in he, the low teens. No, but like going into the season, he was four terms, or five. Yeah, he w- he was in that. Like in the Metcalf, like yeah, for sure. Hopkins, Diggs, Hopkins, Diggs. Adams. Yep, yep. Hill, Tyreek. But I think it's it's pretty obvious. He's that ranked one hundred and second. No, I know. But if you were ranking wide receivers this week, would he on a in a ten team league? Right. Let's just use it like that. So essentially, the first ten wide receivers are all starters as WR ones, and the next ten are WR twos, and the next ten would be flexes. He would be flex. You think Redley's in the 20s? He'd be flex. Shit. I don't totally disagree um, just I, I, because Atlanta has still no a, offensive I line. St- I think he's still a, I think he's still like a top 12 to 15 receiver right now. Because look, with, you're talking about with room to get better and back on track. Think like about, his upside is top five. Think about the receivers that went that that went later where where you're talking about he would have, you know, he would be sitting at. But with his production right now, it was like Godwin, Cup. Those were the players that you were taking like late. You were taking them way later than Ridley. And right. all those guys have been definitely outperformed. Cup right. and DJ Moore were going around Tyler the same Lockett time. Tyler Lockett was in that same area. Yeah, they were flex area. Yeah. And now it's like 
they're light years ahead. Okay, so they're we're going to uh, uh, the big last dog. big dog. Uh, he sent me one more trade offer. He's just Let's putting it all out there. Here. Big dog. Ooh, I might like this a little bit more. Okay, let's hear it. Big dog, come uh, on, now. man! But I, I just, I, don't, right. I wouldn't have a running back. <laughs> We've got Dak Prescott in the in the in the okay in there again. Marvin Jones is in there again, and Michael Gallup. So basically, it's the same trade plus he just, Michael. He Gallup. just added Michael Gallup. Michael Gallup, and Jacoby Myers is in the deal with Nick Chubb. Oh no, no, no. That's a that's, way worse that's deal. That's a way worse deal. Than I, the know, previous I know. One. That's why I said if there was a running back in there, it would make it better. So it sounds like you have some countering to do to Big Dog. Because he has uh, Montgomery, he has Miles Sanders, and you need a running back in return. But does Big Dog give up Prescott and one of those running backs? He will because he has Kyler Murray. I want Michael Gallup too, though. That dude was solid before he got hurt. Well, you, you close mouths don't get fed. Mm. Make your counter. Oh. Talk to him, coach. <laughs> What's the counter? I don't know. Because I would have to throw in uh, Jacoby Myers. In I that know game. that That's your boy. as somebody who has Allen Robinson in a couple leagues, I am very Struggling. nervous about the Chicago Bears offense. So am I. So I also know that Big Dog must be nervous about Montgomery status. So do you have any more trades? That's, so, that's the last one. You sure? Yes. Oh, 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 interesting. Sam Rills oh, is, hold on. Is, Refresh. Oh, someone's <laughs> entered the building. Someone's entered the fight. Is that is that Sam Rills' music? Is that? Live the on six the... six has arrived. Live on the go. Uh-oh. He says he wants a running back in the deal. Well, I'll give him a running back in the deal. <laughs> Rumbling, stumbling. Oh, 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 oh. Uh-oh. I had to beat out Tony's deal. Uh-oh. Did you wait? Hold on. Uh-oh. Did you wait? Or did you already have sent? No, he waited. I just sent it right now. He so the moment you heard his, yeah. you're going in. Because Tony's had the best wow. deal so far. He's, uh, he's got What's the offer? The offer is Amari Cooper and Daryl Henderson for Nick Chubb. I don't think that's a better offer. I don't know because I, I have the best receiver in that group. <clears throat> I think Amari, the and last two games, he was hurt in the preseason. He's already hurt again. He had a huge game one. So, DJ or uh, Amari? Yeah, DJ or... I mean, that's really where you're going with this. Uh-huh. At least that's what it seems. No, I mean, because Dak, I, I mean, the... Uh, uh, Harris is more involved in his offense than Henderson is. Big dog, big offense. dog, big dog. Although the Rams let's, have a better Johnny, offense. Let's send, let's send the live counter offer. You're shaking your dog. head. Is the commission overselling here? No. I mean, okay. it's... Is Henderson more involved in the Rams offense than Harris is involved in the Patriots offense? Henderson, he got hold on a second. Henderson, That's just the question. You can answer it and then rebut, okay. but can you at least answer the question? Is he going to get as many carries as Harris? Is Henderson as involved in the Rams offense, offense as Harris is involved in the Patriots offense? No, he's not. Okay. Is the Rams offense better than the Patriots offense? The Rams... Might be the best offense in the league. Correct. So it's like, do you want a smaller piece of an offense that's going to put up a lot of points who also has a little bit of competition in Sony Michelle? Or 
do you want a larger piece and a not as successful offense? Okay, that so is on some weeks has to probably throw. Ninety percent or eighty percent of their games, are gonna but have those to are the mind. secondary pieces of the deal, right? So I'd rather I think Henderson is definitely more valuable than Harris. Henderson is going to be in the red zone five, six times a game at least, while the Patriots might get there twice. Agreed. And is he going to be the back getting the carries? He always does get the carry. He always gets the except red zone this carries. past week when he was hurt. Already. He's had he's had two touchdowns. Listening he's to had this two live. touchdowns in two games that he's played. No, I think, no, I'm not sitting here saying Harris is by far and away a better player. I'm not even arguing that he is a better player. I would argue that DJ Moore is absolutely a more valuable fantasy piece than Amari Cooper is right now. Uh, DJ Moore has proven himself to be the number one wide receiver on a fairly decent offense through the first three weeks of the season, and he's getting m- many more targets than the other position players on his team and the only other player on his team who would eat up targets is CMC and he just got hurt. Can okay. you guys listen to my counter offer? Yes. Yeah, because I'm gonna, I mean, I'm, I'm holding on sure. to, to, to Sam Rill's deal. I'm holding on to Tony's deal. I haven't, I we haven't given uh, those deals the, uh, yet. But to Tony's point, I, I I do agree. DJ Moore is is more valuable than Amari Cooper. Oh right yeah, now. well, but but, 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 but then again, I, the the problem is with your trade is I'm going to be receiving another receiver um of the same team that I already have the better receiver I feel as in CD Lamb. And then you need to make another deal to get Dak, and then you're just all Cowboys. Yeah, but wouldn't you want to corner that market in Dallas where you're going to be eating? With CD, I and know, but Amari their running Cooper? game is so much better this year. Their running game last week against Philly was. Fantastic. I know, but against but LA were, as well, Dak didn't throw a touchdown. It was all the rushing game. Yeah, but they're going to be in more shootouts than games like that. I know, I but feel. both Zeke and Pollard have proven that they are deserving of the ball, mm-hmm. which makes it a little bit scarier for. Dak owners, but so, aren't, aren't we in agreement that Carolina is going to be in a lot more run-heavy scripts with how their defense is looking right now? I know, but are if you're in a run-heavy script, are you really depending on like, Hubbard? They're not going to be throwing as much. Uh, no, I understand, but you're not going to say, okay, I'd rather hand the ball off to Hubbard than pass the ball. To I actually think more. the Panthers are going to be very, very balanced, and I don't think they're going to be up ahead. I think they're going to be very balanced. Going back to your point, I want all the juice from a explosive offense. I like DJ Moore, but I like Henderson because you're going to get a lot of opportunities at the goal line. And before he like got hurt. Like if the hurt, trade was DJ Moore and Daryl Henderson for Nick <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> well, hold on. And to add to that is I got Sony. So if you need a little handcuff. Well, I had Sony. I dropped him. Okay, well. So I was the Sony owner from the draft night. Yeah, but if you only have one running back on the team, you need to go get a handcuff. So plus, uh, honestly, I don't think I don't know if Henderson I've is got, the back there I've, the whole I've year. I've got to send a counter to to uh, to Big Dog because I'm 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 pondering on your two. And what's the counter going to be? I don't know. I'm gonna I was gonna run down his players. Let's run down his players. So he's got Dak Prescott, Dalvin Cook, Devontae Adams. Miles Sanders, um, is it Devin Montgomery or uh, what is David. David Montgomery, oh. Marvin Jones, DJ Shark, Christian Kirk, Kyler Murray, 
Alexander Madison and Michael Gallup. Okay. So I, I, if you're so, making a deal with him, you have to get one of his quarterbacks because you need a quarterback. Um, that's fine. I disagree wholeheartedly with streaming a quarterback in a 14 team league. Well, it's There's just out it for is, Gianni and me I'm, so far. I'm three and zero oh streaming. I'm two and one streaming. Okay. <laughs> and hold on a second. <clears throat> You're three and zero because of the rest of your players. Wait because you started Trevor Lawrence right. week one. But or I found I found my quarterback, and oh. his name is Kirk Cousins. Hey, okay, so you're sticking with him the rest of the year. I will be sticking with him for the foreseeable future, which is the next two weeks at least until he goes on by. <laughs> That's such a <laughs> phenomenal co- commitment from the only person at the table. Not the problem married. with Tannehill, <laughs> Adam Thielen, Justin Jefferson. Are you a Dalvin bit of a commitment Cook? phobe? I have fear of commitment. All right, I have issues. <laughs> and I had, I had. Tannehill was a was a, a a solid quarterback until his receivers went out last week. So that makes him not no longer solid. Kirk Cousins, Tannehill, oh. rest of season. Cousins. Okay, so he actually has the quarterback problem. Go ahead. Go. <laughs> Ouch. I think you may as well once. Minnesota starts playing teams with actual defenses. Oh, Rupert's getting nervous here because he's like, yo, if this guy gets dashed. It's fun, I'm man. Little, I'm, I'm out here just like, what about don't Cincy? take Prescott. Is that, you know, I'm <laughs> what about who? Cincy. They played Cincy. Didn't everyone pick up their defense? Yeah, because they're playing Jacksonville. Oh, damn. Listen, uh, so, Jamar. If I don't make a trade, do I have to make a trade tonight? Absolutely. I think so. For the pod. For the pod. For, for the, the sake pod. of the pod. Hashtag for the pod. Man, you're putting the corner, bro. Everybody, yeah, I know. Everybody wants El to Rufer, go do down. you want to send an offer? Or are you no, good? I'm good, actually. Right, good. Yeah, I I mean, like you team. can verbally counter to Gianni. He's sitting right across from me. No, I mean, he knows what I want. Cup he is not on the table. He knows what I want. You'd have to give me Was Chubb Was Cup someone. on the table before the games on Sunday? And Ed got cold feet and declined. At the picnic. Yeah, problem, wow. problem so, is, problem is, here's the problem. Real quick, real quick. So Chubb for Cup was on the table and Eduardo backed out pre-week three. Absolutely. Because wow. the deal. That, that was off. Hurts. The deal was Cup for Chubb. Um, it was, no, it was Cup and Fournette for Chubb and Mooney. And I gave him the running back back. The problem is. Mooney. Is the that, second wide receiver in the offense that didn't put up 100 yards pat this past yeah. week was the deal breaker. But no, I think no, Fournette, Fournette was. was the deal breaker on an offense that they Correct. don't know what on they're a, doing with running the, backs. Uh, yeah, on the offense that he got like five carries this past week. Correct. So it's like you either take a... Who Tom Brady has the most rushing touchdowns. Well, Tom Brady might be tied with Chris Godwin on for the most touchdown. rushing touchdowns. Geo's out. That wow. doesn't matter. We're looking good. Uh, El Roofer, does that mean you got to go home? No. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's the reason why I didn't make the trade because it's like, okay, I have a stud wide receiver, but I'm, then again, there goes my running back position is a dud. Okay, but it, these things are not in a vacuum when you make a deal like that, right? You just made it yourself where you made one trade this past Saturday and then immediately followed it with another trade in order to go get a running back because you didn't have it. So, yes, you could go trade for the number one wide receiver in fantasy and then go get... But I I actually... I I upped the ante of the trade with Cooper Cup on not receiving anything in return other than Cooper Cup. Didn't I? Yeah, but yesterday's price is not today's price. But we're talking about Chubb 
and I threw in Jacoby Myers for Cooper Cup straight up. Wow. So your hesitation now costs you your beloved Jacoby Myers. Jacoby Myers is off the chain. That's your dog. Beloved. Tampa this week, boy. He's going to go off on Tampa. Against Richard Sherman? Richard Sherman isn't going to play this Oh, my God. Bro, that's Richard Sherman getting added to the grave diggers? Start your receivers versus the Bucks. Every receiver. Every receiver. Doesn't matter if it's the third receiver, fourth receiver, even start the water boy on the Bucks. And the best thing is, is they're always going to be losing. So they're going to be catching. And they're just going to abandon the run by the second quarter. So all they're going to do is throw. Just start your quarterbacks and receivers against so the Bucks. Jacoby so Jacoby Myers is gold how, against so the Bucks right do now. Do you wake up in the middle of the night in cold sweats knowing that you turned down Cup for Chubb? No. 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 Hot sweats? No. No. <laughs> Not at all. Any at all. sweats. <laughs> because, because I have the receiver that's better than Cup right now. There's nobody better than Cup. Mike Williams. Sorry. Oh, my God. I, Shout out to Mike. Bro, ball he ain't better than Cup. Phenomenal. See, you know, obviously this is the or best. or on the same playing field as Cup. So, do you know that Mike Williams has never caught fifty catches or fifty receptions in a year? Well, he's yes, always been hurt because I've had him on my teams on the bench a couple times. So, but he has the pedigree as a top ten pick out of Clemson. I mean, he got drafted seven, I believe. Yeah. Dog. So, like, he was a very high pick, um, just like Sammy Watkins was, but. This is by far and away his best season. What an amazing like, and and I think he's in a contract year too. Yeah, yeah. So so like he's so about to that, that stack that money. That begs the question, and I can't believe we're actually asking this: Is Cooper Cup a top five wide receiver? No, he listen. It's is Devonte, Mike Williams? It's, it's Devonte Adams then Cooper. If Cup, you were redrafting, further notice. If you were redrafting right now, but on week. Like right now, as right today, if you were redrafting, where would those guys go? I think Adams goes and then Cup Top goes. 12. Okay, so is Cooper Cup a first round pick in a snake draft 12 team league? Absolutely. Mike Williams? He's 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 borderline. He's going ahead of Stephon Diggs. Mike yes. Williams? Yeah, I think he's on the Diggs level. So do you think that who is more likely to continue their success this year? Mike Williams or Cooper Cup? I think they're both. I mean, there's. I, they how have, does Cooper Cup not continue his success? Like with, with Justin, him Herbert, and Stafford I, have that connection. He, their offense, they just move the ball so easily. Sean McVay draws up plays where I mean, Cooper Cup gets separation so easily. And then you look at Mike Williams, just a huge target on the Chargers. Herbert's blowing up. They have a different what offensive found, coordinator. That's the problem. But see, the problem is, is that Bradford or Stafford, he has tunnel vision, so he doesn't see any other. Wide receivers, except well, that's Cooper a problem Cup. for Tom since he just traded for Robert Woods. That's not a problem for which anybody is why else. I traded Robert Woods. Look, yeah. man, Cup's gonna have his dud games for sure, and so is Mike. But overall, are they? I, are they? I, yeah, these I are I like I don't think it, so, man. Listen, I think Cooper Cup solidified his number one. Spot, especially if bro. you're a receiver, every receiver, no matter what, has dud games. Devontae Adams has dud games. Tyreek's just had two dud games in fantasy. There's definitely a strategy of grabbing, as Ozzy mentioned earlier, any piece to some phenomenal offense. Right. Both the Chargers and the Rams are they're offenses hot. that yeah, they're moving. I want some aspect of the I team would love team. that Super Bowl. I mean, I know you guys are Bucks fans, I get it. But Chargers Rams, LA versus LA in, in LA. LA? I would and Loser Dr. Leaves Dr. Town. Dr. Dre performing Dre, with Kendrick K-Dot. Well, I mean, you can't say like Come that on. the Bucks offense isn't a high-powered offense either because all those guys eat as well. Of course. Yeah. So you want a piece of that. You, you just don't that. want the running backs. No, one no. of them always doesn't eat. 
God, well, out of the four, I, yeah, I Godwin one, always. Eats. I have the Godwin. one that eats everything. Godwin, all the time. Godwin's definitely the guy, but you he own. doesn't have as big, a, like as high a ceiling no. as. But as Evans, I'm out of matter. I'm taking Godwin, man. Also. That boy just, during the regular season, he gets, he gets season, the most targets, and he always at least gets you a touchdown. Yeah. So this is a strategy that Big Dog and I were talking about via text this week. Is during the strategy, you would want somebody like Godwin for the consistent performance, but during the playoffs, I'm swinging for the fences because you need that high scoring performance week. So you go with the more performance variable player like a Tyree Kill or someone like that. Like, you'd rather have Tyreek Hill, or at least for me personally, I'd rather have, like, Tyreek in the playoffs than, like, Stephon Diggs, who's just, like, consistent. Damn. I think it depends how the rest because of your team is made just up take of, but a, I understand where Stephon you're coming from. Diggs you, to your team? I know, but you could get, like, a 30, 35-point performance out of Tyreek in the playoffs, which happens. He catches, like, two long bombs, and it, it happens, and that, like, literally wins you the championship. But hold on a minute. Last year, Diggs put up 37 points in the playoffs. I know, but I, would you? I would say Diggs is a more consistent in the high. He has a higher floor performer. than Tyreek. But then Correct. again, he, he has a high higher floor, and Tyreek has a, a much higher ceiling. We have a strange uh, league in which you get your standard, you know, points, fantasy points, but you also get half point. It's a half point PPR as well. Correct. So it's 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 both. No, together. if it's we a were a full point PPR, Stefan Diggs. Chris Godwin becomes would be a much well. more valuable player. Chris Godwin, who catches you know seven eight passes a game, becomes a much more valuable. And the player. question I was going to ask before, since we're in a half point PPR, you do you, do you want Mike Williams or Keenan Allen rest of the season? And I can't believe that's a, I think that's a well, legitimate question. What's interesting question. is this year Eduardo mentioned a change in offensive coordinators for the Chargers since they got rid of Anthony Lynn and that coaching staff is that Mike Williams, his average depth of target has come way down. So in previous years, he was just like a deep ball threat. They throw jump balls to, and he's a red zone target. Now he's he's kind of eating where Keenan used to eat as well. And it's why their offense is so dangerous this year, because now they have both Keenan and Mike eating in the 10 to 15 yard area. Here's the funny part is that when you can it's kind of unstoppable. Keenan... Because of Herbert. Like every I mean, Herbert being drafted behind Tua. Are you in therapy for that as a Dolphins fan, Gianni? I don't I don't I don't care enough to but I was this I was, is listen, I was listening to something where it was like what okay, so we traded because um, we traded out of the number three or four four pick or something like that this year. So if you combine both drafts last year, instead of Herbert, we have Tua, and instead of Kyle Pitts, we have Waddle. Uh, well, we don't know about Waddle or Pitts yet. I mean, Waddle got like Waddle, ten catches last Waddle game. Waddle could even be a solid like player, yards. just depending on his quarterback. Waddle, but look, I, think I think Tua over Hurts or, or, or Tua over Herbert is going to go down as like Odin over Durant. Somebody so, on different podcasts I listened to compared it to. Like, yeah. this is going to be like an epic, epic blunder. So, I got a trade question. In our other league, who would you rather, or excuse me, I have Herbert and I got uh, Mr. Uh, I'm going blank here. Jesus. Philly. Jalen. Hurts. Hurts. Sorry. Who would you rather have rest of season? Jalen Hurts with the running ability, or would you want to stick with Herbert? Is, is it a four point passing? 
league six. for touchdowns, six for passing, Herbert all day. And if it's four, and on, especially on Sundays, if it's four, it's it becomes closer, a discussion. But still, Herbert. But you're still want you still want Herbert. I at the beginning of the season, a good problem I have, wanted though. I yep. wanted Herbert as my quarterback, and, and I, I decided to go oh, after him a little down. late. So I uh, I was in a bidding war with Tony, and he he obviously had more. Cash. I didn't know he was going to go f- so high, and Herbert went pretty high for going so late. Um, I could have gotten Tom Brady at a cheaper price than Herbert, and he ended up getting uh, Herbert. Then, and I had to settle for Tannehill. But Herbert, I believed in Herbert this year. Like that was that's the guy I want to have as quarterback. So just to put a bow on the trade discussion. Um, I haven't made a counter offer to uh, Big Dog yet here, and we're running out of time for the What's the counter to Gianni's offer? I mean, he knows, and he's not giving him up, so. Okay, so then no trade? That's no trade. So are we going to hit that button? Yeah, it sounds like Gianni. (laughs) Uh, I mean, is he going to throw Scary Terry in there in Henderson? No. Terry's my guy. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking at you. <laughs> so, Dak, here we go. Uh, I still have to counter and see if he counted. If he doesn't counter, then I'm so to you take wouldn't do Terry and Henderson for Chubb and Jacoby and Jaco- like I, I mean, I would do that. Okay, um, so with, with Chubb I gotta, I gotta and Jacoby send, Myers I gotta send a, for I gotta Terry send and Henderson. Bum, bum, For real. Hey, I think Johnny just really likes. I you like your you, team. You love Terry. You like your team. Terry. He doesn't like Hold on, Amari so Cooper. Though. What are you offering? I'm gonna suggest. Um, I really want Devontae Adams off of him, but that's not. I don't know if you're not gonna get that. You're not done. getting him. You could have gotten it done maybe after week one. I did offer after week one. So then you're definitely not, <laughs> you're definitely not getting it done now. Um, so then I'm down to Dak and possibly Miles Sanders, Devon, uh, and David Montgomery because he's probably not going to let go of Dalvin Cook, obviously. Kyle, I think if you got a quarterback and a slightly less valuable running back for Chubb, Kyle, like, Kyler like and Sanders gets it done. Huh? Kyler and Sanders. But basically, so like you're going Chubb, downgrade to Sanders, and the price for downgrading is Dak. Kyler, opinion, Kyler Murray is and, a fair and, trade. and Manuel Sanders for Chubb. He's not letting that go. Emmanuel no. Sanders? No, I'm no, uh, Miles, Miles Sanders. Miles. Oh, no. I don't think he's letting go of, of uh, Kyler Murray. I mean... Not for Chubb. I think Miles Sanders and Dak for Chubb. For Chubb straight up. Straight up. You need a quarterback. So the question you is... You cannot win in our league without his value. The quarterbacks are the most valuable but Dak players isn't on that. League. Dak isn't on that Kyler Murray level, man. So then maybe you initially offer or offer it for Kyler. I'm not trading Chubb unless I'm getting Kyler, Josh Allen, or Mahomes. That's it. Those three. Chubb isn't leaving my team unless I get three of those and one of those three quarterbacks. Because they are the elite of the elite. And as Josh Allen owner, I'm not trading for Chubb. <laughs> so, but but he has Dak. So why wouldn't Big Dog trade Kyler and Sanders? I think and get Chubb and then just play Dak. Kyler and Monty, or Sanders and Dak. You get one of the two pairs. 
Um, Monty. <laughs> but man, you don't want anything from Chicago right now. I don't know, man. Chicago, yeah. It's I'm just, out on Chicago. Yeah, 100. percent The only offense that looks worse. Yeah, than you Chicago without an it can, you No, it can only panic. go up. You oh, I I've been panicked, but Allen Robinson is like the only winning play at this point with one of those guys is one to hold weak. Is to hold strong. Let's talk about let's talk about Ayuk's three red zone targets. Is he back? No. <laughs> let's go. Ayuk because back, I I've, I've heard uh they they're propping him for trade. That's why. Yeah, that's what Mike says. But Mike makes up these scenarios in his head and like actually tries to convince well, you that it's real. Well, here's the thing: we're real. running out of time, and I gotta send a counter off for this guy if we want to do a trade tonight while we're live. Yeah, here on so the go show. ahead and send the counter. And well, I um, I honestly would probably send two counters, and it would be Kyler and Monty, and then the yeah. other counter would be. And Kyler plays the Rams. Dak and Sanders. For the rest of the show, by the way, I'm giving Wynn the poker face. (laughs) You were supposed to discuss this trade thing with all of us. You're the the guest. But because you and I are facing off and it's a a little family rivalry, I'm out. So RIP to all the DJ Chark owners since he just got hurt a minute ago. My guillotine league. Should uh, I add? Can off I, with my head. Would it be possible if I did? Okay, so Kyler and you said Montgomery, right? What I if think I did, that's what the if deal I did that a, gets it done. What I if think, I did a Dak, Sanders, and Gallup? Listen, bro, forget about Gallup. Gallup like, is Don't nothing. even put him in the trade. He's not any relevance. Madison. Security blank. He's not going to trade Madison when he also has Cook. Kyler and Montgomery, but Montgomery. Kyler and Montgomery gets it done. Well, let me ask you a question. Why do you not? Why do? You, what are you looking for? I mean, do you not like Chubb? He hates Chubb. I mean, we're going back to back where you're trying to get rid of Chubb. Yeah, I'm not a big Chubb believer just because <laughs> the whole know, Cleveland but, Browns organization, a playoff team, one of the smartest front offices in the league. I mean, Chubb just gives them a huge contract. But he's not good enough for Eduardo's fantasy. And to top it off, Chubb was a part of a championship team last year on Gianni's team. Yeah, um, that's why I want you to get Monty too, so we could I could get them both back on the squad. <laughs> <laughs> I um, problem is is that Chubb has Kareem Hunt behind him. A definite Fair. problem. It's a definite problem. And you know you're gonna have those weeks where it's Chubb week, and then you have the weeks where it's. Kareem like, Hunt week. Like, like this last, last week. Like last week, right. <laughs> so then, and yes, Chubb is a solid running back. So did you send the counters? So why don't Not you yet. just take Henderson? Send the counters and I'll mess it. His week every week. What? It's Daryl Henderson's week every week. <laughs> definitely that he's on not. the field. I What I really wanted was a it's wide like, receiver. It hasn't been his a week running since high school. For my running back, and possibly I could throw in a, a wide receiver. A Myers, a Myers. You're right. going to give the Myers back. I don't mind Myers. Which Myers is a solid uh, running uh, wide receiver right now. Listen, I'm looking at some of the other teams, and Myers would start for them. So We've talked a lot about Myers from this episode <laughs> and the last episode. But there's no Oscar. <laughs> All right. <laughs> are we signing off? Yeah, I guess it's time for us to head out. There's no deal going down right now. I don't know what to do here. Well, we're probably going to so, make a deal, and we'll update you guys on the next episode. Yeah, we're going to have to. Or you guys will. Oh yeah, we're going to have to update them on the next episode. And look, I want to. As a guest to the the pod, I want to tell not only to the three of you guys, Tom, I think this has been a phenomenal addition to the league. I want you guys, 
um, to continue doing your thing because you guys are killing it. Uh, and to much success for the casually kicking it crew. Oh, and by the way, before we sign off, we would like to thank Ozzy L. Roofer for being the guest today on the show. And um, do you want to let's let's give you a little plug, man? Take a minute Uh-oh, to plug, plug, plug? Uh, okay. you know, oh, you know, co-owner of 3MG Roofing in Central Florida, one of the. Uh, what is it? The gold standard of 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 roofing companies here in Central. Uh, oh, wait, the 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 um, official roofing company of Your the University UCF of Knights. Central Florida. Yeah, man. I, thank you, bro. Uh, thank you, man. Um, honestly, it's it's been a blessing. I think we've been we've been putting our heads down, you know, at the headquarters, and we've been kicking butt. We've added some pieces to the company to basically scale it. Um, so. Uh, it's been a blessing. It's been a uh, it's a beautiful thing. But teamwork makes a dream work, as I always like to say around the office. And uh, we're just trying to be the best. We're not perfect, but we're definitely trying to achieve that uh, perfection. And let's say, um, you know, by a chance, some of our podcast listeners might need some roofing help. Absolutely. We uh, we, we do free roof inspections, do free estimates. Um, we do a lot of work with the insurance companies when you have a storm. That occurs, uh, and we also do retail bids. So if you are interested, you can go to 3mgroofing.com. And in the last uh, 45 days, we added solar. So we are now 3MG Solar as well. We have a separate page for that. So uh, I'll give you a funny end of stat podcast. There's only 1% of homes today in the state of Florida that actually have solar. So we decided to jump in the game and uh, attack it from the roofing side as well as the solar. And then is there a phone number as well if people want to call yes. or anything? My favorite number, 407-420-0201. <laughs> so here on Casually Kicking It, if your fantasy team has a leak or your roof has a leak, you're covered here. Exactly. Nicely put. All right, guys. Uh, that's going to be it from, uh, you know, as always, Tony, Sam Rills, Ed... El Roofer, Ozzy. Uh, I think that's it for Casually Kicking It this week. Let me find my button, and we're out of here. Peace. 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 Peace.